This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a lovely Monday here in Pittsburgh and uh, lots of stuff to talk about today as we right. roll into the uh, another week here, so almost to the July. Yeah. By the end of the week, we'll be into July, and we know what that means. Yeah. I guess camp isn't all that far away. I mean, we are in that quiet period if the NFL has such a thing across the league where news is a little bit few and far between, but the Steelers are keeping us a little bit busier than other teams. A little bit busier, yeah. It is a beautiful day here in Pittsburgh. It is is June 28th. A month from now, the Steelers will be in training camp. Yes. Yes. Uh, they should report around sometime around June twenty third or July twenty third, I should okay. say. So we don't know the exact. It's not official yet. Not right? official but yet, but we're running out of days here. Yeah, that that news probably comes out sometime this week. Now that they know where training camp is going to be at, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see things speed up a little bit here more. Uh, the schedule release, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but of course, uh, last uh, week the Steelers released uh, David DeCastro, signed Trey Turner. Uh, they had brought- right after we have right after we have one off the air. Actually, I think yeah. I think I heard about it on the way home. They they brought Trey Turner in the week before uh, to kick the tires on him, and apparently that was not necessarily tied into the David DeCastro news. Really? Um, there was uh, uh, hearing some uh, rumblings that there was some unhappiness with Kevin Dotson. Hmm, okay. Uh, in, in regards to his off season, uh, how much work he had put in. Now, I don't know how much. Stock I put in that. Uh, one of my uh, colleagues reported this. Uh, uh, Dayon Kavakovic um, reported over the weekend that the, the Steeler coaching staff has not been real happy with Dotson's work this mm-hmm. off season. He's just kind of taking it for granted as he that he's the starter. starter yeah, or, yeah. Um, now you know when, when he was asked about the starters um, or his offensive line a couple of weeks ago, Mike Tomlin said, "You know, we've got David DeCastro coming back, and then every all the other spots are basically open." Yeah. Right. That's not the case now. <laughs> right. The things Although they didn't quick, sign right? Trey Turner to not start. Well, I'm, he's been a right guard his whole yeah. life. I'm sure he's going to be the right guard. You know, that, yeah. that makes perfect sense to me. Uh, in terms of the DeCastro situation, um, it's bone spurs. Mm-hmm. That, that is ankle. The, yeah. the ankle. Uh, bone spurs in the ankle. Those can be very painful, and that's not an injury injury. That's a wear and tear issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had surgery on He's had two surgeries on it now, and they keep coming back. Yeah, uh, that's the problem. That's the problem. And Sounds like he might have another one. He's going to have to have right. a, a third surgery that was going to sideline him for probably a couple of months. Yeah, and so the Steelers couldn't sit around and wait for him. I mean, two months that's from the now, thing, right? Is the end of September, right? You know? And I wonder if he'd be ready week one for anyone this year. Not yeah, probably be. not yeah. if he's going to have any kind of procedure here in the near future. So you know, he's even brought up the words retirement. And frankly, I, I mean, I was very optimistic that he would be the Steelers' best offensive lineman this upcoming year and that they'd have a really good set of guards. But based off of just last year's tape, DeCastro wasn't the same as he's been. You yeah. know, you, you don't see him getting out pulling as actively or, you know, uh, coming off the ball with the same um, base and popping his hips and things like that, too. And I, I thought he'd be back to normal. Apparently, I shouldn't have been so optimistic. Maybe yeah, that was really maybe what we saw last year was the normal now. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's what happens to these athletes. He's played a lot yeah. of snaps, you know, right? 31 years old. Uh, it doesn't get any easier. No. So 
They signed Trey Turner. He's 28. Yeah, I think they're pretty fortunate he was floating around out there. Yeah, coming off, though, a, a, a down season for him. Now, I say that he got traded last offseason. For Russell Okun, straight up. Yeah, kind straight up for deal, Russell right, Okun. It, right. was, it was kind of a salary dump. Yeah, it was. It was a new regime in Carolina, yeah. salary dump, different style play, you know. Um, so I'm not ready to say that the, the Trey Turner – is anywhere near shot. Like when no, he was I don't in think so, when no. he was in Carolina, he was a really good football player. He really was. He went to now all of a sudden you right. get changed. You get traded to a new team. Mm-hmm. He had a groin injury last year. Their line in general was in shambles. Which yeah, around him, it didn't help his cause. Yeah, you know, revolving doors at center with you know Pouncey and who not whatnot. So they put a lot of effort into you know re- restructuring the entire offensive line. I think he's a pretty good player, though. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good player. At the same time. You know, now you've got you've an entirely new offensive line for the Steelers. Entirely. For the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because the guy who started the most last season for you was Chooks Okorafor, and he's moving to the left side. And that's your closest thing to, you know, bringing back him and Dotson, I guess, are the closest thing to bringing back to what you had. Yeah, I mean, Banner was the starter to start the season last year at right tackle, but he, he played, th- you know, three quarters of a game. Mm-hmm. So. It's going to be interesting. Uh, training camp is going oh, yeah. to be, I mean, that that's going to be the main story of training camp now. What's I have that? to think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we have a pretty good idea who the starters will be still. But it's not set in stone. And you mentioned some of the dots and stuff, too. Maybe he shouldn't take that for granted. Um, and know, they could be just trying to light a fire. That's you know. sure what it seemed like to me what I, yeah. you know, when you said that. Because um, he's still their best option at left guard. I mean, I, I think that goes without saying. Although we didn't see a ton from him yet. Um, the key to me, which will be hard, and I wonder how many preseason snaps we'll see with the true starting five, is the communication stuff. Yeah. You know, the blown assignments, things like that. It might not be till week one that we see if that's an issue or not. It's a hard I, thing to judge in practice. I, I think what's going to – and they have four preseason games. Now, I right. don't expect a lot of those guys to play much in the first preseason game. I wouldn't think. But I would think you play your line a little bit more than you typically would, and we talk. I bet Green plays a lot. In the we've first talked about now. this before. Like they have some, they have while they don't have the star power, mm-hmm. a little more depth. I think they can field two acceptable lines. Yeah, by preseason standards. So by, you know, uh, you know, if one of those guys would happen to get hurt or you know nicked up a little bit, you're not as angry about it as you normally would be. If you, like David, True. if David DeCastro is on this roster. You're not playing him a lot in the preseason, if zero, at all. Probably he might yeah. get zero because he's got to play a 17 game schedule. Right, 16. You want to conserve those snaps. I don't know who that person is now. I mean, to you got to agree it could be Turner, but you still have to play him. That's the you yeah, know he's never played a snap in a Steeler uniform. I mean, you can't trust him yet, or you know, he has to know where everything is. You know, what, what, all the assignments and those type of things too. He might be playing next to a rookie center, and he's got to be the veteran presence on the line, and he's never been a Steeler. You know, yeah. so those things definitely worry me. Um, you'd love to establish a starting five soon and p- play them meaningful preseason snaps. I don't know how many that is or when. Meaningful preseason snaps together. But in order to do that, Kendrick Green's got to grab that job pretty soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone wants him to win the job, but does he deserve it? Does he make you a better team? Right now, you can't just hand it to him. So does he play a lot early on? I would think... You know, even the Hall of Fame game, maybe he's the opening start center. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, we've seen in the past, for example, when they drafted T.J. Watt, um, he essentially played every snap 
played, a lot, he, he played a lot of snaps yeah. with the with the first team unit in the preseason. He stayed in the game after the the first team went out. Right, 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 right. And you know, and then, and then even when he was out of the lineup, was still going out there for special team snaps. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Green takes a similar approach. You know, goes out there with the ones. You don't leave the ones out there long. Stays with the twos. Stays with the twos. Yeah. And but I mean, that's a guy. What's the most games he's ever played in a season? Eleven, probably something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he's in Illinois, not you know Alabama. Right. I mean, you're gonna ask him to play 21 games this season? <laughs> you know, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. And you only not, might not be happy about it in December when he's worn down. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's all very interesting. A lot of moving parts here. There are. Um, and because of this, people are now again down on the Steelers. Wow. This. You were already saying the offensive line was going to be a mess. Where was the, it? Was a question mark? Yes. To me, it's no less of a question mark today than it was last week or two weeks ago. I would say you, slightly. Because you counted I was on really optimistic for on DeCastro. Yeah, you counted on DeCastro to bounce back. But as it, as we now know, that was probably unrealistic. Right. Right. Um, you got lucky that you had a Trey Turner out there ready Agreed. to you know who was available. I believe. I don't know that it's any different. I believe. Firmly, the Trey Turner right now is a better player than last year's version of DeCastro. Yes. So, to me, that's an upgrade, even though Turner's not coming off a great year. And I yeah. think he played with a, a groin or, it was a groin. or something. Yeah. Too. He had his own issues that yeah. he was fighting through as well. But I still believe, and the chance that, and that they signed him, I think he'll. It's, I think it's still an upgrade of right guard of what we saw last year. Yes. I, I so can agree with start. that. So that's a start. Right. Now, there were a lot of people clamoring for Dotson to be the starter at left guard when Filer, after Filer got hurt and came back. There mm-hmm. were a lot of people say, well, Dotson should be the starter. Okay. I could see it, but I, I wasn't ready to make that move. No, know. Filer's a pretty good player. Filer's a pretty good player. I they wasn't ready to make that move. Right out, to be frank. Yeah. You know, just his versatility and experience. I didn't think Villanueva had a good, very good year last I year. I didn't either. Especially as a run blocker. His pass blocking was fine. The only time he struggled against Carl Lawson. I'm not re- ready to say the same thing at left tackle that I just said at right guard, though, that yeah. Chooks right now is better than the la- than what we saw at left tackle last year. But there's certainly potential to be. The, the Yes, he's allowed to get better. Right, he's allowed to get better. I wonder, and you might know this better, and I'm sure it's something you guys will ask him in camp, does he prefer the left side? Well, he was a left tackle I bet if you ask him, he yeah. prefers the left side. Probably, you know. Probably, I don't think it's a demotion. Guys will never say that. They never tell you those yeah. things. But right, I mean, Watt preferred the the left outside linebacker. Bud preferred the right, and that's why they made the move. Mm-hmm. You know, I so. wonder if Banner and Chooks prefer Banner on the right, Chooks on the left. Or I know Banner prefer. prefers to play right tackle. I thought so. Yeah, and I bet Chooks prefers the left. Yeah, just his experience there as a college player makes good sense. Doesn't mean he's going to be better than Villanueva, though. But we talked about this last week before all this stuff happened. The line doesn't need to be. Doesn't top, need to be great. Doesn't need to be a top ten line in the league. No, you've got a and veteran. I don't think it has any chance to be. To be no, honest. I, I don't right. think it does either, and I, I don't think that's that should be the expectation for no. anybody. Can it be a top twenty? Yeah. Yeah. I think scheme will help a lot in terms of misdirection, motion. You know. Heavier bodies, Fryermuth, um, you know things that were outside the lines, hands last year. I think we'll see a lot more six offensive linemen. I think we'll have a tight end that actually blocks people. You know those things will help the line look better. You know that doesn't mean that um, the O line coach is happier, or, you know, or unhappier with them. Um, I do think though, in protection, 
they're going to probably be asked to hold their blocks longer than last year. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, I th- you know, they, they led the league in terms of getting the ball out on in, in quickest time. I bet that's not the case because I think we'll still see a lot of quick passing game, but there's going to be some intermediate digs and things yeah. like that too. But that know, again, that's backs. where the window dressing helps too. Without question. You know, if you freeze those the, those edge guys just a little bit. Just a smidge to play run, yeah. that would help. Without yeah. question. So but I, I bet their seconds of protection will be a little higher. Yeah. That has I, to be. You still have a veteran quarterback who knows exactly what this is not to me 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, where the line just didn't, they just didn't have the talent, right? I mean, you, you had you had guys you like kind of just put it on Ben. Yeah, you had Dar- you know undrafted guys like, and no offense to Darnell Stapleton, mm-hmm. but Darnell Stapleton, right, right, you know, right. starting on your offensive line. We've recently seen uh, Watson, Wilson in Seattle. Hey, we don't, we're not giving you much talent. Make it's on it you. Work. Make yeah, it play. Make it work. And now, Ben was capable of that. Back yeah, then, you back know? then he was with his body. Now it's right. now it's is he capable of that with his mind? That's key, and I and I think that's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I think you know when you've got a veteran quarterback who can see, you're not going to trick him. No, I don't think the trick. I 100 believe that, but not to contradict you, he's still going to have to win with his body, but not like he used to. And what I mean by that is, show that you have more than just a quick passing game, correct, and that you can complete the deep balls. And if you get Claypool one on one. You got to go there over and over. Not that they didn't, but you got to put the ball where he can make a play on right. it too. You right, know? and that was the, the problem. And there was such a so many blades of grass they did not attack in the passing game. You know, the middle of the field, the left sideline as much. You know, so they need to show that they can attack the whole field if the defense is going to play them like they did last year. I agree. Yeah, um, and that's on his arm and his willingness to stand in there. And again, it comes back to Najee Harris. Yeah, Can you play right. them the way that you played them last year if you're a defense mm-hmm. with Najee Harris in the backfield? Right. I think it'll be a lot harder. It'll be much harder. Sure. Yeah. He'll get yardage on his own. He'll exploit linebacker coverage, things like that, too. Yeah. You know, if you're going to cry to line of scrimmage and the Steelers go empty, you may be unhappy about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's all things that, that uh, you know, again, I, I see once again um, some people out there predict, well, Steelers going to finish last in the division because of this, like, I don't know if that's because enough of this? to change that. Right. Uh, I'm not saying it's an upgrade, but it might be. They might be better yeah. at that position. Uh, we don't know that for sure. And DeCastro is a great stealer. I mean, I think him and Fanny yeah, go down as the best guards in Steeler history. He had a tremendous career, and maybe he still latches on somewhere down the road and has continues it, or he hangs it up. I mean, who, who's to say? Wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me to see that if he's done. It wouldn't surprise me. And you know this better than me, but boy, it sure seemed like Ramon and Al and Pouncey and DeCastro were a really tight unit, and three buds were gone. You know, yeah. like maybe the right. You want to come back as much right, right, as right. He, you know. Uh, well, you know, if, if Al's still here, okay, I'll come back. Sure, I'll rehab it and get ready. And, oh, by the way, he's a super smart guy like Villanueva and some of these others that probably has a very successful career or second half of life, too, when he gets on his life work. Yeah, he's 31 years old. Right, Stanford grad. I mean, he's doing okay, (laughs) yeah. Uh, And his college roommate was Andrew Luck, who, Mm. not surprisingly, or surprisingly, hung it up early in his, you know, Yeah, right, right, right. Interesting. Uh, Adam Rank uh, wrote a piece on the Steelers uh, on NFL.com over the weekend. Okay. State of the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers, does Ben Roethlisberger have one last Super Bowl run in him? Okay. Uh, and he raises some valid points Let's and, and some things I wanted to talk about here. Um, 
there's some stuff here, you know, how the Steelers got to this point. Um, his, his 2021 VIPs is very important people for the Steelers. Okay. Uh, he says head coach Mike Tomlin, number one on that list. I can uh, see that. I often use the Belichick example from a year ago of great coaches rarely bought him out. I mean, I believe that Patriot roster was a lot worse than the Steeler roster. Yeah. And they went seven and nine. Yeah. You know? I mean, Say what you want about They had ben. six touchdown passes all last season. <laughs> right. He outplayed Cam Newton last year. <laughs> by a lot. By a lot. By yeah, a right. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said he said he brings this up with, with – uh, he says, Mike. is there any way to retroactively give Mike Tomlin an award for all the great work he's done over the past decade? Steeler fans won't want to hear that because they've won three playoff games <laughs> in the past decade. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Okay. But he says, I kind of bring this up because Le'Veon Bell recently said he would never play for Andy Reid again which comes off a lot like a kid on a birthday party who doesn't like ice cream cake. <laughs> he said, to think Tomlin somehow managed to win games with Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Ben Roethlisberger on the roster at the same time. I don't know. It's like reading about the manager of Motley Crue in the dirt and wondering how he was able to keep the band together long enough to produce so many legendary hits. Guns N' Roses. Are, yeah. right. That's a pretty good example, yeah. to be honest with you. I mean, I so mean Brown and Bell are, were, right. you know. Bartavis wasn't the easiest guy, some, probably. There's either. some big personalities there. That, right, that's you know, one way of putting it. You kept them on the field together, like yeah, you kept it from blowing up. And I mean, to no fault of Tomlin's, the killer bees didn't play as many snaps together as everyone right. would have liked. Yeah, I mean, it could have been better if he would have been had a little more injury luck, which was out of Tomlin's hands. Bell's certainly an example, but AB's the best example. Oh I mean, my goodness, yes. I mean, he kept him on the. Sp- Quote the straight, and he got him as a productive football player longer than I think most coaches would have. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. that. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, his number two is is Ben Roethlisberger for sure. obvious reasons. Sure, uh, he says he's done it. Roethlisberger's outlasted both Eli Manning and Philip Rivers from the famed 2004 draft class. Mm-hmm. Um, Roethlisberger needs a Roethlisberger-like season to reach some nice career milestones. He is uh, 3,093 yard passing yards away from passing Rivers for fifth wow. on the all-time list. It's possible. Uh, he, he needs 29 touchdown passes to join Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre as the only quarterbacks with 425 passing touchdowns. Well, again, that would be, what, fourth or fifth? He's, I yeah. How many names he's had there. Um, I'm sure he's aware of those. Yeah. You know, right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs 13 to get to join that group as well. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a pretty lofty group there. That's that, a pretty lofty yeah. group, right, and some big names. Um, you know. All-time stuff. Not that it's going to hurt or help his, his Hall of Fame case. I mean, that's done no matter what. Yeah. He may could never play another game or be horrible this year or be there or win the MVP. He's still going in what I think is first ballot. But those are milestones. I mean, yeah. and they're not easy ones to get to. No. I mean, he needs to play all 17 probably to get to them and have a good year. Yeah, this is where it gets interesting. He says projected 2021 team MVP is T.J. Watt. Fine. That's not surprising. Not surprising, right. Um, that would probably be my preseason vote right now, too. Yeah. He said he's uh, deserving of Defensive Player of the Year status last season. Having talent like this on the, still on a rookie deal uh, allows Pittsburgh to continue to have solid players across the board. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to need to be even better this coming season since Bud Dupree walked this spring. But how much of Dupree's success stem from playing with Watt? He said it kind of feels like the Titans signed this year's Robert Quinn. I tend to agree. I, yeah. I don't think Watt needs to be better. No. I mean, no. I'm not fighting with Adam Rank here. I mean, it's just uh, Watt doesn't need to do anything more. Right, right? yeah. If he keeps it up, I'll take it. Keep you know playing I mean? at your right. same level. Right. You know, you're, you're Stay healthy. Be the same player we've seen. And Alex Highsmith can have some success across from you. Maybe yeah. not to the level of Bud Dupree. 
Maybe not. I would. But, you know, I don't expect me if they're in the same neighborhood. I don't expect to see Bud Dupree or uh, you know Alex Highsmith go out this year and have eleven sacks in the first no. uh, eleven games or whatever it was a Bud had last year. But I expect him to beat single man protection. But if he if he finishes the season with eight, oh, I'll take that. Yeah. No, oh, without question. I mean, this is a team that you know you had you had Joey Porter at the height of his his talents in mm-hmm. two thousand five. Clark Hagens was the number two guy. Yeah, with all respect to Hagens, he's fine. Yeah. He's, a, he's an NFL starter, but he's not a special player. Right. Uh, this is the other interesting part here. The 2021 breakout star. He is Cameron Sutton. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, he says, Sutton is expected to be starting cornerback for Pittsburgh this season, fulfilling the annual tradition of the Steelers where they lose some stud and yet somehow have a more than capable replacement waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. I uh, think he fits that mold. Yeah. I mean, is he going to be a star? I don't know. I mean, he could be. I think he could be as good as Nelson or Hayden were last year, though. Absolutely. And that's a top twenty-ish yeah. quarterback in a corner, uh, especially with a great pass rush. Corner depth worries me a lot. A little, yeah. Sutton doesn't worry me whatsoever. No, I'm not worried about him at all. And I think I really people looking like at the Steelers secondary and saying, "Oh, they're, you know, they, they've they've lost too much. They lost Mike Hilton and, and mm-hmm. Stephen Nelson." I mean, I wish they had four corners. I trusted. I wish they had another Cameron Sutton. Yeah, that yeah. would go a long way. That would go a long way. Doesn't yeah. mean he, he, they didn't draft one this year or get one. And, and it could be Antoine Brooks. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I harp on this over and over, and I mean it for every team. Second-day picks in particular of last year's class have not shown their faces yet in the NFL. Right. You know, they are total unknowns. And then it goes for the Jordan Loves of the world, guys that have played none. Um, but I think the Steelers have a couple of those guys that are this year, but particularly last year and even the year before, Justin Lane, that we just don't know yet, and their moves indicate that they're high on them. Um, but what if Hayden gets old this year? You know, that's going to happen one day. Yeah. And this is a year they couldn't afford that to happen. Um, but I think Sutton's a great choice for that. And is I have no worries about Sutton. Yeah. Uh, he has a 2021 roadmap. Uh, I would also put Bush in that category, too, yeah, of yeah. You know, breakout star potential. And even – Claypool, like I think he's just scratched the surface. Deontay Johnson, I mean they've right. got you know that's why when I when I look at these people predicting, you know five and twelve or whatever, mm-hmm. something like them finishing last, I, I'm sorry I don't see it. They've I, got more talent across the board than Cincinnati, and they 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 still have as much talent across the board as Baltimore. I think they win five games with Rudolph taking every snap. Yeah, I, I mean I really do, if not more. I mean I think that's their their. Their their floor for those guys, I mentioned Claypool just because his rookie year really wasn't much different than DK Metcalf's. Yeah, he could take that step forward and all of a sudden be wow, that's one of the best ten receivers in the league. Yeah, I think that's very possible with him. Uh, he's got their their, their three key games: uh, Week One at Buffalo, Week okay. Eight uh, at Cleveland, and Week Thirteen at Baltimore. Um, Browns and Ravens, without question. Are there's some. He says the Steelers got steamrolled by the Bills last year in the middle of their three-game losing streak. That game was second half. That game wasn't a steamroll. No, we talked about that a couple times. I mean, they were within. You know, they were driving down the field to get within within a score mm-hmm. in, late in that game. That's not getting steamrolled. It's not getting steamrolled. They were highly competitive for most of that game. Yeah, you know, um, the better team won. Yeah, I mean, there's oh, no yeah. question. I mean, yeah. Diggs became a big problem. Ben's interception was massive and, and probably the game changer. You know, self-inflicted wound you can't have against what I think is one of the best three or four teams in the league right now. Yeah. Uh, then the Week 8 game at, uh, at Cleveland. Uh, he says, speaking of getting steamrolled, 
Um, the Steelers, you want to talk about getting steamrolled? The first meeting between the Steelers and Browns last year, yeah. that was a steamroll. That was a steamroll. It was. I mean, that wasn't even close to being competitive at any point in that game. Right. To the point where Baker Mayfield, they pulled him. Kind of quit. <laughs> so <laughs> so up, he right. wouldn't get killed anymore. He right, was getting right, let's crushed. Let's get him out of here because yeah. he may not be the same person afterwards. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, people forget that. And then uh, the Week 13 game versus Baltimore. Uh, he said this is the Steelers' first game against their blood rivals. The two teams will also close out the season in a historic Week 18, 17th game of the regular season. Is that the short week one, too? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to be a challenge. Uh, the Steelers swept the series last year. People forget People that. People forget right, that. Right, right, they right. swept the Ravens last year. Now, mm. one of those was against the Ravens JVs, but it was also on a Wednesday night a week <laughs> after the game was supposed to be played. <laughs> right, right. And right. then you had to turn around and play Washington that Sunday. Right. Like, it was, there was nothing normal about that. No. I still think this team goes 500 in the division. Yeah. If not better. If not better. I mean, I don't think they're going to go 0 4 against the Ravens and Browns. Yeah. Uh, History shows much different. He said the Steelers look, can they look more like the 11 0 Steelers and not the team that stumbled down the stretch? They had a, a plus 129 point differential through the first 12 weeks of last year. Yeah. And people wanted to say they were super, the most overrated team in history. Yeah. Plus 129s. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're averaging winning by 10 points a game. By 10 points a game. Exactly. Yeah. Um, see any other nuggets in there? Uh, you know, he said, uh, "Is Najee Harris the next great Steelers running back?" Uh, Pittsburgh averaged the fewest rushing yards in the game at eighty-four point four yards per game mm-hmm. over the series, the second lowest in club history uh, since nineteen. That was uh, this nineteen sixty-six team beat them, averaged seventy-eight yards per game. Uh, they had five hundred and seventy-three rushing yards in their final ten games of last season. Nah, that's all you need. No. Fifty-seven yards rushing, you averaged. Right. I mean, they gave it. They gave up trying at, at points. They didn't trust it many times. We've often talked about, I'm sure Ben checked out of run a lot and probably will less this year. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So that's going to get better. I think it has to get better. With you and I blocking on the offensive right. line, it would be better. The Vikings line, you know, the Vikings conversation is a really good one. Um, the, the head uh, fantasy writer for Pro Football Focus mentions this all the time that out of their top 10 ranked lines, there was four running backs that were in the top four in running in fantasy points. In their bottom ten ranked offensive lines, there was four running backs. <laughs> in the, in the top, yeah, backs are important. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Contrary to popular belief, they can help. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think uh, you know this is a team that is not bereft of talent. No, this is a team that, that I think their skill talent on offense is scary. Be- way better than everyone wants to give credit for. Yeah. You know. With a Fryermuth and a Washington, as guys are going to have a hard time seeing the field, those guys are good young players. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. versus, I mean, I think there's a wider array of versatility there too. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think I think that you know one of the most overlooked things here is you know what's Matt Canada going to bring mm-hmm. to this offense? What's it going to look Clem. like? Yeah, what's it going to look like? Because I think that's the thing. That first month of the season. You could take some teams by surprise. You could take some. You could come out and yeah. You know, you, it's not the same old Steelers. Well, they're just going to do this, and this is what it's going to look like. Uh, this isn't meant to be a hot take, but if the expectations are for the Steelers' defense to be a top five unit, and the expectations are for the Steelers' defense to or offense to be a bottom eight unit, I think I'll bet on the offense. You know what I mean? Right. At the cost I'm getting. Like if one of those are going to let me down. 
I think that there's a better chance the defense lets me down than the offense. And I just worse don't, than expectations. Yeah, I just don't see the defense falling apart unless they're just crushed by injuries. I, I worry about a couple, you know, the second inside linebacker, the third and fourth corner, overall depth. But there'll be two guys, maybe it's Davis or Bugs or somebody we don't talk about much that is that takes a step forward this year. Yeah, I mean, guys are allowed to get two. better. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe Ulysses Gilbert is the guy I thought he could be. You know, like some, someone's going to be better. If I'm going to trust the process, I'm going to trust the process that, again, I've seen over and over again here mm-hmm. uh, over the years where they have guys, they always have guys ready to step in. Yep. Even if you don't think that's the case. It's just less obvious to us this year because we didn't have. A we didn't pre-season. get to see them as right, much. Right, yeah. right. We didn't get to see them as much. And I'm not so certain they don't. They have, they have a little more cap space now. They may add a defensive player. Yeah, wouldn't uh, surprise Hooker me. Hooker or Houston or somebody like that. That's you know even Avery Williamson. I don't know. I mean, just somebody that can play. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, all interesting, and uh, we'll see how it works out. But yeah. uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank uh, Kellen Gursky for keeping us on the Very air good, over Kellen. the course of the show. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.